What's up, guys? It's Sunday. Lots happened this weekend, so let's cover some news. Starting off with checking in with our WEF buddies. Man, man, they're just so arrogant, and they tell us all their agendas right in plain sight. It's ridiculous how the mainstream media tries to brush it all off as conspiracy theory and whatnot, because this crap is just in their own words. We've got Mr. Slickback Hair here, a dude who definitely looks like he indulges in some of those $2,500 DeVos hookers, straight up talking about the New World Order. Listen to this. Uh, here at WEF, I believe we're discussing, um, there's a lot of discussion about what the, the New World Order will be, or how, even in the context of, uh, of our, our, our new Helsinki, uh, how do we f work towards that new normative international order that allows us to address our differences and disputes as the civilized world. Uh, and I believe perhaps we are at the moment in such a hyper-partisan, hyper-polarized time that we're not going to be able to form uh, that new Helsinki uh, today. But I hope going forward we are able to do, I mean, we must, we must form uh, and improve our normative and international institutional order internationally so, so that we can address the No idea who this guy is, but you listen to this clown? He's saying we must. We must institute a new world order. But his argument is that we can't right now because these times are too partisan. Partisan and too polarized. Uh, good. Good. Meaning there's way too much backlash from the public. What these people view is, huh, just the, the peons, the, the useless eaters in these people's minds. That's how they view us, right? So it's too partisan and too polarized. Well, you know what that means? We need to make it more partisan and polarized. Get wrecked, freaking weffers. So creepy dude saying we must be a part of the new world order. We got the CEO named Richard Edelman of the world's largest PR company. Another great clip from the World Economic Forum. He, and look at this guy's body language. He looks really uncomfortable. He, he doesn't believe what he's saying. He knows he's full of shit, but he's basically saying that businesses need to stop advertising on social media platforms to force these social media platforms to censor more. So I think the first thing that, because um, I mostly work with business, that business needs to do is deprive um, platforms that spread disinformation of oxygen. Stop advertising. Pull your promotion money. Make sure that they understand that they have a consequential impact on society. And the boycott of Twitter for several months has had a modest, modest impact. But I think the Facebook one failed. And, but the necessity of getting it right in the platforms that are probably primary source information for a third to... 40% of people is urgent. It's urgent. And, and remember what I said? His body language plays with his ring, scratches his face. He looks really uncomfortable. He knows he's full of shit. And he knows that people are waking up en masse way too fast. People are waking up so fast that these world economic clowns are nervous about it. He is clearly nervous. Sorry, bud. Get wrecked. <laughs> You're not going to get your new world order, you weirdos. All right, next next guy, Siemens AG Chairman Jim Hagman. He's got some 
climate change thoughts for you. Food for all 8 billion people in this world. So it's a very important point that you are addressing. Um, my daughter, 24, inspired me and said that how can you advocate for these zero carbon value chains if you still eat meat? I'm not going to play the whole thing. But he's basically saying if a billion people stop eating meat, it has a big impact. They're just pushing everybody to go vegan. Which, is that going to be any better for the environment? There's still a lot of animals that die in the production of crops out there. Uh, so what are we going to do? Eat crickets? Eat zabugs? Own nothing? Be happy? Yeah. How about no... And then lastly here, former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair, he's promoting digital vaccine databases. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple, there'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have, for, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for a, a pandemic or for, um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure. And many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. You need to no, dude, they want everybody on digital da databases for everything. We need digital databases for vaccinations. We need digital currencies, right? That's a big selling point at the World Economic Forum. Central bank digital currencies. We need, we need digital everything. Like, mm, sick bastards, man. Sick bastards. And then we've got like a freak show going on there too. I don't understand who this is or why they had her up there, but... They had some singing segment and just listen to this crazy lady and I guess what these people call entertainment. Such a clown show at the World Economic Forum. So much of a clown show that even the woke people out there are calling out the World Economic Forum. Remember last week we had Green Peace. Green freaking peace. Climate change extremists, green freaking peace. Calling out the World Economic Forum for their private jets. For everybody flying in on private jets to lecture us about climate change. Greenpeace was calling them out. Now we have Greta Thunberg. Greta freaking Thunberg right after her fake arrest in Germany came out and was calling the Davos elites uh, basically saying they were destroying the planet they're the ones that are mostly fueling the destruction of the planet greed corporate greed it's like the woke people are attacking the other woke people for not being woke enough <laughs> it's just classic so oh the world economic forum such a clown show I don't, is it over was it just one week I don't know if it's going to continue this week I hope it does because it's just pure gold that we're getting out of it honestly it's nice to know their agendas in plain sight right they just tell them to us right to our faces all right bringing it back home let's talk atlanta so there's been huge antifa protests in atlanta uh, apparently there was a far left gunman who shot a police officer 
which led him to getting shot back and killed. So a, a gunman, a violent gunman, was killed by cops in Atlanta. But that didn't stop Antifa from protesting. They went out. It's been kind of a mess, very hectic, chaotic havoc being caused in downtown Atlanta. And you can't make this shit up. Look at that. Just reminiscent of the summer of love in 2020. Police cars on fire. All sorts of fire and protests. It's a mess. But this freaking clown, a local news reporter named Tyler from the Fox station there in Atlanta, literally said that they are peaceful protests. We're taking you right now. You can see people running in opposite directions and you on see, the other yeah, side Eric, of that. Yeah, Tyler, go I ahead. do want to... Yeah, Eric, we're far enough away. You'll see the officer right there with APD. He has uh, what appears to be zip ties. Uh, we're not for far enough down where we can't see if they've taken anyone into custody, but it did appear that they were ready to do that uh, to try to, uh, try to calm the situation that's unfolding here. And as you said, this really... A protest initially to try to uh, protest what happened on Wednesday here where, uh, I mean, they were handing out that vehicle still uh, up in flames here over at the at Andrew Young and Peachtree. And if you take a look over here, if you pan over, I want to show you, this is what they were handing out at that protest. So it was a largely peaceful protest where they just wanted what they're calling justice uh, for Tutordiget. Uh, yes. A largely peaceful protest as a police cruiser is on fire in the background and these guys sound very fearful and nervous and out of breath. And they're saying, oh, it was just a Justice for Tortugita protest. I mean, this was a, a gunman. He was like a 26-year-old dude who was trying to shoot cops, so he got shot back. He, he faffoed, fucketh around, and thou shalt find out. He found out. And it's a largely peaceful protest. Yes. Oh, my God. Can't even. All right. Onward from this into L.A. More more havoc going on in L.A. Looked like there was a mass shooting. Ten people reported killed at a festival for the Chinese New Year that was going on today. And this was in L.A. Ten dead. Uh, the shooter was at large for a few hours, but I think by now they've actually captured the shooter. They found him dead in a minivan. He might he might have shot himself, committed suicide, but crazy situation. No doubt this is going to be politicized, and you're going to probably hear a bunch of calls for gun control after this, even though California, one of the, if not the strictest gun control state, there is clearly doesn't stop people from committing mass shootings but the the kicker with this one the kicker the mainstream media is always going to already going to town on this they're calling it anti-asian violence anti-asian violence but fun fact local authorities there in LA have already said that the shooter was asian the shooter was Asian. Oh, tuh. nothing to see here. Let's just brush that under the rug and call it a bunch of white supremacist anti-Asian hate, even though it was an Asian that shot up the place. And I'm hearing from some people on Telegram, they're in my comments, telling me that uh, these people are from Europe. They're telling me that in Europe, this is like all they're seeing on the news right now is this mass shooting. So 
I don't know. I haven't dug too deep into it quite yet, but maybe some false flag, red flags going up about this. We'll see how much the white supremacist narratives are pumped by the media. We'll see how many calls for gun control are pumped too. And the way that the gunman was, I guess, uh, shot himself, committed suicide. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what more we learn about this situation and what I find when I dig into it. But yeah, it could be some false flag vibes around this one. Uh, and speaking of white supremacy, we've got Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. That Sheila Jackson Lee, you know, the one that was seen wearing pedophile symbols on her rings and stuff like that. Creepy woman. She's really pushing her new bill that's called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act. That's going to try to, quote, expand the scope of hate crimes and mark them as as like felonies or something like that, which of course, when it comes to hate speech or white supremacist rhetoric, uh, that is oftentimes very arbitrary, very subjective. You make a post about Q or something on the internet and they'll call it hate speech or white supremacist, right? Make a post about the election being rigged and they'll call you a white supremacist and try to ban you. So this... These sorts of bills, very bad. Very bad. So that's what's being pushed by those clowns. Let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. We got some new Jeffrey Epstein news. So a new lawsuit was filed in the United States. We don't know who filed it. Woman listed on it is Jane Doe, keeping the identity of her anonymous. But she's suing Jess Stan uh, Staley. Jess Staley, this guy the former boss of Barclays Bank also was an executive at JP Morgan Chase. JP Morgan Chase is also listed in this lawsuit because Jess, St Jess Staley back in 2013 was working as a chief executive at JP Morgan when he had Jeffrey Epstein as a client. So that's how he's roped into this. And this lawsuit is claiming that Jess Staley personally observed the sexual abuse of young women by Jeffrey Epstein. So he was in on it, apparently, knew all about it. And what's also interesting is that in this lawsuit, um, or not in this lawsuit, but some previous reporting, this came out about a year and a half ago, about Jess Staley and his relationship to Epstein, there was reporting done on emails between the two, Staley and Epstein. And in their emails, they had some quite cryptic language. I think the word Snow White was said between them in a super cryptic manner. So that just goes to show you that the crazy conspiracy theorists that have been talking about the pedophile code language and pedophile symbols, right? Man, I guess they're just continuously proven right about those things. Snow White, hmm. Also, how many times was Snow White mentioned in Q's drops? Even as far back as 2017. So that goes to show you A, Q-Team had a lot of foreknowledge about the whole Epstein network. Uh, number two, working down to take, working to take down them elite pedos. So there's that on Epstein. Uh, some resignations, notable resignations. New Zealand Prime Minister stepped down. This was mid last week, but I don't think I've reported on it yet. So Wednesday, last Wednesday, Prime Minister of New Zealand stepped down as big. Netflix founder, 
giving up his CEO role. Another major resignation here. Uh, so that's that's very good, right? How the hell did Cuties get on Netflix? That's what I want to know. Remember Cuties? That weird shit? Netflix is trash. So New Zealand Prime Minister out of there, which is, that's huge. A Five Eyes country. Netflix CEO out of there. Also, we're getting news that White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain is expected to step down in the weeks after the State of the Union. Uh, this rumor coming out, according to people familiar with his plans, he's jumping ship. He's jumping ship. He knows the Biden admin and Biden himself, dementia man, is just a total sinking ship. So the rats are scurrying. They're getting off it as quick as they can. And this whole Biden document scandal too, which by the way, they found more Biden documents at his Delaware home. They found more. I don't have the article in here, but that was reported on today. More freaking documents found. This whole document scandal is just exploding. And all these clowns, they know that Biden's a sinking ship, so they're out. They're trying to get out as quick as they can. That's what I imagine is going on with this situation here. Moving on to the National Hockey League. The woke-ass National Hockey League. One of the last sports that I would expect to go full woke, but they're on the tranny bandwagon, the NHL. And we've got this NHL player standing up. Even Provorov. Ivan Provorov. He's a devout Russian Orthodox Christian. Not about that tranny lifestyle. He refused to wear a gay pride jersey. Stood up against it. Uh, shout out to his coach, too, of whatever team he plays for. I'm not too familiar with hockey. He plays for the, looks like, Philadelphia Flyers. His coach even stood by him and said he's going to do according to his beliefs. So shout out to that coach. You know, a lot of pro sports coaches these days would just toss their player under the rug. But uh, good for them. But that didn't stop the media from trying to pressure Provorov. And also these NHL analysts on the uh, sports network for the Hockey League. Listen to what this guy had to say about it. And Ivan Provorov can get on a plane any day he wants and go back to a place where he feels more comfortable, take less money, and get on with his life that way. If it's that problematic for him. And he's I don't know if you can hear it. It's pretty quiet. But basically, whatever clown this guy is said that if Provorov doesn't want to wear... An LGBTQ uniform, he should leave America, go back to Russia, and fight in the war against Ukraine. That's some tolerance there. Dude, these sports analysts are just as bad as people on CNN and NBC, like on ESPN and Sports Center and all that stuff. They're such pro-vax, pro-just-BS, woke bullshit. They're all, they're all clowns. They're all freaking clowns. Terrible. All right, let's move on to this news from the Bank of America. Uh, there's been controversy around Bank of America because some people saw disappeared money from their accounts and we're learning that that was due to Zelle. It was a Zelle processing issue. But the point I want to make here is that there was a shit ton of clickbait going around the movement blaming this on Nazara, I think. Like, oh, Nazara is getting activated. The quantum financial system is, is coming because Bank of America was having... Zell issues like they, they didn't say it was because because of Zell issues they didn't say that at all they were blaming the disappeared money from bank of america as nazara it was it's just so gross right i went to town i went to town on 
Telegram and True Social today. I even wrote a Substack article, by the way, if you if you want to go uh, check that out. Uh, I wrote a Substack article real quick last night on this. Just the the clickbait that's going on. And speaking of which, I will be doing a clickbait of the week video this week. That'll be on Tuesday. I'll do a live stream. But yeah, the whole Nazara quantum financial system BS is just getting out of hand. It's getting so out of hand. Look at this. This is an article from yesterday from the mainstream media using this Nazara crap to throw shade on the whole Q movement. It's a story about how, how a woman in Canada stopped paying her mortgage because this woman truly believed that Nazara or a quantum financial system was going to come and erase all of our debt. So this woman in Canada stopped paying her mortgage. She owed $150,000 to the bank and she lost her home. Lost her home. So all these influencers, you got Charles Ward, Phil Frodlewski, S.G. Anon, Michael Jacob. I could go down a few dozen names. Uh, Captain Kyle, even Derek Johnson is promoting this quantum financial system bullshit. All of them. I have no problem naming and shaming them because they're either incredibly useful idiots who have no freaking clue what they're talking about or they're just openly lying to your face about this Nazara QFS bullshit. So it's got to go. And I'll be doing, I'll be doing a lot more work on these clickbait clowns and especially their narratives, like Nazara, uh, in due time. All right, next, rest in peace to Diamond from Diamond and Silk. Very sad situation how Diamond passed away. But intriguing comments made by Silk at the Celebration of Life event. Trump was also at this event. Spoke. Silk said she wants America to wake up and pay attention. Something ain't right. Described how her sister died suddenly in her kitchen. Uh, I don't think they were vaccinated. I don't think Diamond and Silk were vaccinated. Uh, I could be wrong. But I think what Silk was saying is that all the vaccinated people out there are making COVID strains worse. So I think that's the blame she was putting on the vaccines for her sister's sudden death. But sad situation. Died suddenly. Yeah. Um, unfortunate. A few more die suddenly. News stories. Former Gabonese ambassador to the United States died suddenly at cabinet meeting. At cabinet meeting after having a heart attack. L.A. County Sheriff's deputy dies after suffering medical emergency while driving. While driving. Is that a vaccident? Uh, Seriously, guys, situational awareness. When you're out and about these days, be more careful on the roads because people, you know, their brains and their hearts just kind of ain't working like they used to, especially if they're vaccinated. So, And we also had the chief operating officer of the Twin Cities' largest law firm dying suddenly as well. Unexpected death. How old was he? 65 years old. Died from a ruptured aortic aneurysm. So, yeah, yeah, one day people will wake up, one day. And heroes don't just wear capes. There are some doctor heroes out there, too. Utah doctor allegedly destroyed vaccines, giving fake shots to children. Unfortunately, he's being charged with felonies to defraud the U.S., conspiracy, uh, all sorts of felonies, but amen. I ain't mad at you for giving out fake vaccine cards and 
giving saline shots. <laughs> Seriously, the, these people need a they need support for you know legal system going after them for what they think is doing the right thing. Uh, all right, few more topics here. Speaking of gun control and Fox News too, definitely some jackasses on Fox News. Geraldo Rivera being one. Listen to what he had to say about AR-15s. If that's a word, it, it makes makes macho the people who possess it. Oh, look at me. I'm a big it's deal. It's a rifle. And, and it's, it's not a rifle. Yes, it's Greg. a rifle. It's a, it is a machine. What does AR stand it is, for? It is, it is a, a, a automatic machine? rifle. No, that's not what it is. Well, I, all I know is that AR-15s have no place in okay. American society other than sport clubs. Okay. And he says that with a straight face, too. Mind-blowing. He doesn't even know what AR and AR-15 stands for. It's not automatic rifle. It stands for Armalite. Armalite. AR-15s have no place in American society? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I will gladly keep my ar-15 thank you very much i love it got a nice red dot on that too all right celebrities in the news celebrities getting wrecked love to see it alec baldwin hit with involuntary manslaughter in the death in that shooting death on the set of rust so facing up to 18 months in prison he damn well better serve those 18 months he damn well better serve them and not get off easy because he's my celebrity so Alec Baldwin better be in jail for a year and a half. Jamie Lee Curtis slammed for a photo of a naked child in a box. A video came out of her office. She shared a photo of her office, not a video, excuse me. It was a photo of her office. And there was an incredibly creepy picture in the background of what looked like a nude child in a box. People saying it was strong Epstein vibes. So, Jamie Lee Curtis was roasted all over Twitter for that. That's creepy. And then we got Madonna. Ooh, Madonna in the news, too. Being accused by the Ethiopian World Federation. Urging the president of Malawi to conduct investigation into pornography and child trafficking of Madonna in Africa. Yeah, I, I would love to see an investigation into Madonna and see where that goes. No doubt. There's probably some weird shady shit. I mean, have you seen Madonna these days too? She's had so much plastic surgery and shit on her face that she pretty much looks like a demon. She just looks like a demon. And probably doing demonic things over there in Africa too. So there's that. Um, last couple articles here on UFOs. I saw this one going around. Spaceship of, quote, non-human origin spotted near U.S.-Mexico border. So-called UFO expert says, well, number one, these could be of human origin, by the way, right? Secret space program craft, black project craft. They could be of human origin. Uh, number two, mainstream media is claiming this guy's a UFO expert, Jamie Mosson most people watching this probably have no idea who that guy is, but he's done some work. He's a Mexican ufologist. He's done some work with Gaia, that streaming service. And I remember when Jamie Moisson, if I'm saying his name right, I think, from what I understand, he was caught with a fake, like a fake little body thing 
He was trying to sell it off as being an actual E.T. body, dead body that he found and had. Pretty sure that was fake. It was like a whole, it was a big story. Jamie Moisson in this fake alien body that he was trying to pass off as being real. I think Gaia even did a show on it, sent documentary producers down to Mexico to check it all out. So what's happening is that the mainstream media is trying to set up these total clowns as being experts. And you're seeing it all over, you know, the the UFO experts that are paraded around Fox News and CNN and all this. So gatekeepers, man, the setup of the gatekeepers. And ooh, The Hill, printing this article on Friday, 10 reasons to take UFOs seriously. You need to take this seriously because Congress is, because it could be a threat, because all this sort of shit. But the catch is that, ooh, high confidence that the objects are not secret U.S. government technology. It's not U.S., but it could be China or Russia. It could be aliens. Could be anything, but it's not the U.S., but ooh, we need to take this seriously because Congress is taking it seriously and because government officials are making interesting statements and because scientists are interested in it and because credible sources observed UFOs and all this sort of crap. So, you know, standard BS. Trying to sell their distraction narratives, really. So, anyway, guys, that's it for this one. Much appreciated. I'll be live streaming on Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. I'll be live streaming Clickbait of the Week on Tuesday. I also have two Badlands Media shows coming out this week. Knowledge Based on Thursday and then Conscious Strength on Tuesday morning. So i got a lot of stuff coming out this week. Also, go check out my recent Substacks. I've got more Substack planned for this week and a lot more as well. Also, Locals in the Morning. I think I might be doing a local stream in the morning. If I am, I'll let you guys know on Telegram and True Social. I'll make an announcement before I go live. And you don't have to be subscribed to Locals. This will be a free stream for everybody. I'll just talk about some news, talk about some clickbait stuff, just shoot the crap with everybody. So go uh, support, uh, sign up, follow me on Locals. I'll put a link in the description down below. And you can support me there as well. And a few other ways to support my work also on this list. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Like this video. Subscribe to this channel. And I'll see you in the next one.